Good morning, everyone. What's going on, friends? Hi, it's Cooper. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope that you guys had an amazing weekend. Um, I am super pumped to connect today. Uh, I love the start of the week. I love a fresh new slate uh, to learn lots, to try whatever uh, whatever we learned from our past week in business um, and moving forward into this week. I love, I literally love connecting with you on a Monday before the week has a chance to ruin you. <laughs> and I really think that today's conversation is going to be super helpful for a lot of you. And reason being is because attention to a lot of you guys. I've got some amazing, amazingly talented humans in my network that are, you know, trying to build businesses. There, I have a lot of friends in real estate. Um, I've got a lot of friends in network marketing. I've got a lot of friends that are starting their own businesses, their own uh, small businesses, uh, for obvious reasons and for very, very just reasons, right? If we, if you have a heartbeat right now, you know how important it is um, to not rely on one stream of income, right? Now more than ever, I'm finding that people are more open. They're more open to learning about how they can leverage their talents, their skills, their fun factor to really, you know, kind of... Um, branch out in their lives and see what they can do, um, you know, while while doing what they love and finding a way to monetize it. My friends, this is this is a really exciting time to be alive. Um, uh, lots of opportunity. I know some people are probably like, uh, Coop, <laughs> where have you been? The last three years have been absolutely insane. Uh, I feel like I've been under a rock. Believe me, friends, I'm from New York. I now live in Texas. I know what it's been like the last three years, and I think that New York got uh, got a lot of the brunt of it. So with that being said, I feel you, I hear you, and I want to help you. Um, I want to help you with whatever it is you're setting out to do uh, right now. So as you are tuning in, please say what's up. Say what's up, Coop. If you're catching this on a replay, uh, drop replay in the comments. You might be catching this um, on my podcast. Uh, for those of you that didn't know, um, I also have a podcast that is searchable on Apple and also on Spotify, and it's called Crave the Clothes. Uh, does anybody subscribe to that? Um, because if you do, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for supporting my message. Um, I was looking for additional opportunities to, um, to get helpful free value in the hands and in the ears of people that are trying to do something great, trying to make a massive impact while also developing their income. That was my goal all along. And so that's why I created a podcast, um, because I know that's really convenient for a lot of people. Um, so in any event, let's get this message going. And huh? You guys, um, when it comes to when it comes to sales, I want to ask you guys um, who, good morning, Wendy, good morning, Petra, um, who can honestly say that, you know, you've had these feelings in sales 
shifts around, you know, lacking confidence, lacking self-belief, uh, feeling like you lack the know-how, um, and also woven in with these feelings of what you don't want to be seen as or felt like, meaning like a like a sleazy car old, you know, car salesman, nothing against car sales people at all my friends but like have you ever felt those kind of those negative feelings rolling around like oh like I don't want to sound like this and then in efforts to not sound salesy you actually sound really salesy <laughs> you're like dude I was trying not to sound salesy how did that happen <laughs> because if that's you I get you um, you know to be honest with you uh, good morning Andrew you know, for those of you that uh, don't know about my background, um, I come from medical device sales. I I, were, I started my medical career um, back in 2005, I believe. I was in specialty high-end pharmaceuticals and then eventually moved up into medical devices and did a lot of work in the OR. Um, and, you know, in the beginning, I'm telling you, I was really excited about the idea of working in the medical field. Um, you know, I had started off in college. I went to the University of Buffalo and I started off in nursing school. Um, and before I actually, um, before I actually, you know, completed all the requirements and then uh, technically applied to nursing school, you had to have a lot of prereqs, right? Um, I started shifting gears and realizing, okay, I love, I love anatomy. I love physiology. I love the medical field. But I really want to help people on a mental and cognitive level. So I changed my major to mental health counseling. Um, and lo and behold, I ended up, you know, way down the road, kind of evolving into this, this, this myriad of like a combination of things that I loved about each of the things that I did in school and then each of the things that I did at work. I love medicine. I love being involved in uh, a, a patient's uh, healing trajectory, helping them, helping them um, become whole again um, and increase their quality, improve their quality of life. That's what I fell in love with. And I learned that I could do this um, through sales through sales in the medical field. And now I'm in the glorious world of network marketing where I work in uh, health and wellness, and I'm able to help people um, on more of the prevention side rather than the triage, which, which is what I used to do. Um, good morning, Jamie. Hello. Um, I, I want you to know, though, that back when I started sales, I was not good. Like, I knew that I loved the idea and the criteria behind what I had to do in my job. I loved it. I loved it. But when it came to sales, I always felt weird. I felt like, and because I felt weird and because I lacked confidence in sales, I found that everyone else around me, like the, the doctors, the medical personnel, the office, the office personnel, um, they, I found that they felt weird as well. Like the more weird I felt and the more I lacked confidence, it's almost like a dog that can smell fear. It's like if you feel it, they're going to know. And then it makes them feel uncomfortable. So that's what it was like for me. And I did not do well at all. In fact, I was put on a, perf a PIP, which stands for Performance Improvement Plan. 
Has anybody ever heard of that? Like I was not an irresponsible employee. I was not uh, insubordinate. I was, I was coachable, but I just was not any good. (laughs) I wasn't any good. And a lot of it came down to the confidence that I lacked when closing business, because while I loved the relationship piece of things, I loved helping patients improve their quality of life, that doesn't always translate to closing more business. So where you are right now, let me ask you, are you in a place that you love what you do? Maybe you love the products that you represent, the products, your service, your opportunity, um, but you're not really sure how to translate that in a way that is well-received, by those that are that are buying and where you do it in a way that you feel confident throughout the process. Am I ringing any bells? Do do, do you guys know what I mean? Um, Because I want to let you know that even though back then in the medical field, I had nobody cheering for me. Like literally, I was put on a performance improvement plan. And all that is, is HR speak for we're canning this girl, right? She's not doing what we need her to do. And I had to rely on myself to figure it out. I had to rely on myself to figure it out. And I want to invite you, friends. I want to invite you today and this week. I want to invite you to bet on you, to rely on you. Drop that in the comments. It's time to bet on me. Bet on me in capital letters. Drop it below. I want, and just so you know, today's conversation is a bit more on the on the mental and uh, uh, a kind of a mental perspective in regards to sales. If you're looking for more actionable types of of sales tips and tricks, um, you guys, I have here. How can I do this? I'm still learning how to do all of this. If you guys are looking for more tactical, actionable things um, that you can do right now to start closing more business, um, I invite you to check out my free training at gift.closingwithcoop.com. And I also invite you to share this with your, your teams, your power partners, anybody that you are looking to grow business with. They're going to want to learn about this stuff as well, because I'm telling you, you can love what you do all day long. But if you don't know how to close and you don't close business, you got no business, friends. You only have a business when you become profitable. And I want to help you do that. So with that being said, um, there's three things that I want to talk about today in efforts to build more confidence when you are closing business, all right? Here's the first thing. Drop this in the comments, please. Have more fun (laughs) with your products and your opportunity. Have more fun. My friends, people are drawn to fun, right? They are not drawn to drama. They are not drawn to work. They are actually drawn to fun. They're not drawn to work. You know, you want to be, for example, if you are in network marketing and you're sharing like the like the holy grail of skincare product or a holy grail of, you know, a multivitamin or something or a probiotic or whatever, whatever it is you are selling, 
you've got to make it more fun. You've got to make it fun. You've got to make it fun and easy to take. You've got to make it where it's like, sometimes I got like a baby on my hip and I take a swig of my magic juice out of my fridge and I'll drop that in my stories. Just like, all right, I forgot to, you know, forgot to feed the kids breakfast today, but I'm not going to forget to take my, my, my Botox in a bottle. Something fun, like something that makes you laugh right? You want to start treating your products and your opportunity as, as not difficult, okay? Because as soon as things become difficult, it kind of takes the fun out of it, doesn't it? <laughs> like people don't want more difficult. In fact, we live in such an Amazon Prime era that people want fast, people want simple, people want as little obstacle as possible in the way. So what I want you thinking today and every day is I want you to take more of your products that you're sharing with people, or I want you utilizing or demonstrating whatever products you have. I want you to document on social media, in your stories, on multiple platforms, you got to document the fun that you're having with your products and with your opportunity. Are you getting sexier hair? Are you like, are you getting sexier fingernails? Like, are you, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like, are you showing off your athletic wear? Whatever it is, you got to have some more fun with it. Okay. Because people, you will build more confidence the more fun you are having with it. And I want you to document it regardless of approval ratings. That's a big one. Drop that in the comments. Uh, that you, I want you to document the fun regardless of approval ratings. Why? Because you got to be prepared and consistently showing up every single day regardless of people tuning into you, regardless of people commenting on your posts, regardless, you got to remember that people are probably watching. Okay. Absolutely. The more you, the more you can connect and engage with people, that's going to trigger a Facebook algorithm and social media algorithms that your stuff is good. And they're going to want to populate it in more and more people's feeds. But more than anything, I want you to have fun with your products, regardless of what people are approving or disapproving with whatever you're doing. Does that make sense? See, so many people, if they don't get positive feedback, if they don't get that uh, reassurance from people, that, that people affirming them that they're paying attention, they quit. And you can't do that. You cannot stop showing up for the fun if somebody else tells you you suck. Okay? Because remember, when people tell you you suck or people tell you that, you know, what you have is no good or it didn't work for them or it ripped the first time they put them on or whatever it is, whatever products you have, you got to remember they're speaking more from themselves and where they are coming from and their insecurities than they are about you. Okay, so no matter what, have more fun. Do it regardless of approval ratings. People, I can tell you right now, guys, anybody here in network marketing, put your hands up if you're in network marketing. Because I promise you that people made fun of me for years. People still make fun of me. 
But something tells me that a lot of them would trade bank accounts with me now. Okay. I, I don't mean that to be a jerk, but what I'm saying is that people, when I say regardless of approval ratings, people made fun of me for a long time, family, close friends, people didn't think that what I did was honorable, right? But I kept showing up and documenting the fun regardless of their approval ratings. And I promise you, people aren't laughing at me anymore. <laughs> They're not laughing at me anymore. I literally had to put my blinders on and tune them out because I don't expect, I don't expect people to quote unquote, get me. I don't expect people to understand why I do what I do. And that's okay. I love them regardless. You cannot fault people for what they don't understand you are setting out to do. My friends, we cannot fault them. And we shouldn't fault them. In fact, we should inspire them. We should encourage them. Most people can't think on your level because they are stuck inside their own box. Be the person. And, and usually people are stuck inside a box because there's plenty of people around them that have told them over a long enough period of time that they should be reasonable with their lives, that they should be reasonable with their expectations, that they should be reasonable with what they are hoping to do. Okay. It keeps them boxed. It keeps them um, mediocre. That's normal. My friends, be the one that inspires people to step outside of the box, especially now, especially now where people, whether they realize it or not, People, if they are relying on one stream of income and a 401k, if that's you, you in trouble right about now, you in trouble and you should take those blinders off and start looking and being open to the idea of additional streams of income, whatever that may be. Okay. Learning is leverage and knowledge is power. Even better, knowledge exercised and actioned is even more powerful. It's straight up untouchable, my friends. So, all right, that was number one. And by the way, in regards to the fun, can I just give you an example? Who knows who Ray Kroc is? Who knows Ray Kroc? Hands up if you know who he is. One of the most famous and iconic individuals to ever be on the planet Earth. Ray Kroc, does anybody know who I'm talking about? Because Ray Kroc was so much about the fun, knew that people were drawn to fun so much so that he put a playground inside all of his food establishments. Number one food chain in the entire world. Who knows what I'm talking about? Number one food chain in the entire world. In fact, their number one bestseller is actually called a Happy Meal. What is more fun than that, my friends? Okay, so just to give a little example of how powerful it is and how much more confidence you will develop and able to close more business by bringing more fun to whatever it is you are sharing. Okay, number two, learn what it is and solidify what it is you love about what you do and what you are offering. Learn what it is you love about it because you know what? 
sometimes you got to take yourself to school. I always think it's funny when said anybody ever noticed that um, like a lot of network marketers can tend to be very impatient with their results, really impatient with their results. You guys, it's so ironic to me how many network marketers expect to achieve more results than they actually deserve in a really short period of time when they don't really know what it is they're even doing, where they don't know anything about networking and they don't know anything about marketing. Yet somehow they think after a few weeks that they should be getting a return on their investment. And I'm like, I'm not sure why you feel that way or who told you that that was going to happen. But here's the deal. You got to learn what it is you love, like, like love, like me and my girl, Lisa, listening in me and Lisa, we could literally be doing exactly the same thing, but we could love what we do and love what we give to people for totally different reasons. You got to take yourself to school, take yourself to school because to be, to be quite honest, I wasn't ever very good in school. But I was like a C plus student all the way. I just wanted to like connect and socialize with people, which probably explains a lot of why I ended up in the network marketing profession, because I, I love people. I've always loved people. I was always in the naughty chair in time out for talking too much and disrupting, not in a negative way, but in a, in a all right. All right, Jennifer, you're, you're talking again when you shouldn't be. You need to go sit in the timeout chair. I just love talking to people, right? I just love people. So I was never any good in school, though. But I'll tell you one thing I've learned for sure, that school is way more cool when you getting paid. OK, school is cool when you're getting paid. I want you to learn. I want you to really take a look, especially if you're in network marketing. I want you to look at your business plan. I want you to look at the your hero products or flagship products or system or item or whatever it is that you sell. I want you to take a good, deep look at it. And I want you to learn, literally write down on paper what it is you love. Like, what do you love? What, like when somebody says, hey, Petra, what do you do? I want to know what you're so excited about that gets you fired up and lit up because anything that that you feel that way about you will be able to build a business around if you are if you are constantly learning and you are willing to talk to more people. I'm telling you it's just a matter of time. So what I want you to do is learn what it is you love about what you do. I want you to learn to share it or teach it or whatever it is you do with your with your business. I want you to teach it to other people, bring the fun factor. And then I want you to become an expert in inviting them to take a look at what you love so much. People need to know that you love what you do. My friends, like if here's the truth. If you can learn to romanticize 
these magical products or these, you know, booty shrinking pants that make your butt look like two sizes smaller or make it look like a, a tight booty, like whatever it is. If, they, if this jewelry makes you accessorize where everywhere you go, people are asking you about your jewelry or whatever you're washing your hair with. If people are saying, oh my God, what is in that? Like it, whoever can learn to romanticize what it is they bring to the these magical items that they bring to the table or your opportunity, your financial opportunity, whoever learns to romanticize that and and convert that through communication to others, they are going to do the most business, my friends. They are going to close the most business hands down. All right. Um, so let's move on to last but not least, number three. Guys, are you getting any value out of this so far? I hope that something is, is hitting home with you or that you're feeling a little bit juiced up because that's my that's always my hope for a Monday to get you fired up for the week ahead because I want to help you win, friends. Here's number three. I will tell you right now, this is the biggest thing that network marketers are going wrong. They are going wrong in this department and for very good reason. I will share with you, my friends. Number three, stop selling on logic. Stop selling logically. What does logical mean? One plus one equals two. From point A to point B to point C get you to point D. Those are logical or in if you are in network marketing, this might be these terms may resonate better when you think about when you think about features and benefits um, elevates your metabolism, burns fat faster, um, you know, convenient and easy storage, easy for travel in all in one convenient tablet. I don't know whatever or all one convenient cream or potion or lotion or concoction, whatever it is, those are features and benefits would be, you know, smooth, sleekens hair, um, smooths out fine lines and wrinkles, um, you know, uh, I don't know, like things that are straight up features and benefits. You might see them on a packaging like you might like them or you might see them bulleted. Anything that is bulleted is typically features and benefits. And that, my friends, is logical selling. It makes sense. It makes sense. You go to the store to build, to, you know, because you, you're working on a project and you need to buy a few things. Um, you're going to buy those things on the list for like a recipe because it makes sense. That's how you build your recipe. So then you go to check out and then you go home and you build your recipe. Okay. It's logical. But what happens when you are, what happens when you go to, you know, Marshall's Home Goods or TJ Maxx and you're checking out and they take you through that little maze of you know the lines that go up to the register and you start seeing coffee mugs and maybe even you know pop sockets and slippers and you know bath bath towels or beach towels or you know small plants for your office all these different things and meanwhile the line is moving what do you start feeling like these items are on sale Oh my gosh, I'm feeling the emotion of this line is moving. 
I got to make a decision fast. I and that that impulsive buy. Has anybody ever done an impulsive buy? Put your hands up if you've ever done that before, because that is not logical. Impulse purchases are based on emotions, usually fear of missing out. Right. So you got to stop selling on the logical things. You know, because honestly, if you're talking about features and benefits on social media, you're probably going to get ignored. Okay, you're ignored, though. It's kind of like white noise. Now you got to think about things that will require not require, but things that will induce responses and and connection with your audience. They're going to be emotional things. They're going to be like me talking about how I used to, I remember the days that I used to sleep partially sitting up because my acid reflux was so bad that my eyes would tear, my mouth would water. I was, every day that I would get dressed in the morning was like a struggle to button my pants. And halfway through the day, I was constant, I was paying more closely attention, close attention to my midsection bulging over my pants than I was where I was doing my work. I was uncomfortable. I wasn't confident. I didn't feel good about myself physically or mentally. Now I'm starting to tug on emotional heartstrings. Do you see what I mean, friends? When I talk about something emotional like that in my experience, and you talk about something emotional and your experience, you're going to start to do what I call emotional selling. And you're not going to be doing it in a manipulative way at all. You're actually going to be sharing from a heartfelt place. And guess what happens when you do that? Your heart starts connecting with other people's hearts. And other people are thinking and feeling, oh my God, I felt that way yesterday. I feel that way right now. I feel that way right now. I'm tired of this bloating. I'm tired of not feeling good in my skin. I'm tired of, you know, having bald patches around my head because I can't get my hair to, to grow back. As a woman, that is a big deal. So these emotional conversations will induce responses from your audience. What happens when you start to get responses from people and they start sending you private messages because of these emotional connections? Your confidence is going to increase that you're doing something that makes a difference to someone. Okay. When you feel selfishly like what you're doing, like I hope every Monday, I hope that I'm giving you tips and value that selfishly I'm hoping is going to help you so that you, so that you're supportive of the messages that I share. I hope that it helps you advance yourselves and your teammates and your power partners in business this week. I hope that every single week, that is my goal. Why? Because it also creates more confidence. It creates more confidence in myself. The more confidence I have, the more business I close. It's just, it's just a knee-jerk thing, friends. The more confidence you have, the more business you will close. You got to start when on that notion, and then we're going to wrap up, friends. 
on that notion of stopping selling on logic, stop selling on the features and benefits and get yourself in an emotional state. You got to start to uncover with people why results matter to them at the core. It's not just about weight loss. It's not just about energy. It's not just about expanding your wardrobe. There's always a deeper rooted there's always an underlying matter. There's an underlying driver. Your job is to uncover why the results matter to your people that you are connecting with. If you can do that, not only are you going to have more confidence closing business, you are going to become a better asset to them, my friends. All right. So here's the deal. Um, I want to let you guys know, and I certainly, I hope that you've already shared this with your teams. If you haven't, I invite you to do so. My friends, everybody needs to become better at selling if you want to have a business. And that is what I am in the game of. I, that's what I am in the business of, is helping you learn how to sell where you don't feel like a spammy, sleazy car salesman. Okay, I want you to embrace who you are as a good human and be able to serve people on a really high level. That's what we're here to do. And I've been thinking I would love to extend something for you, uh, for, for you and for any of your partners and whatever, anybody that you're doing business with, I'm going to be offering a free, a free masterclass. It's going to be live. Um, I'm thinking around three days ish, like three days in length where we will meet every day for three days and we are going to tackle the top three mental switches you need to make in order to overcome the obstacles that you have in, in regards to sales and accelerate your sales after that. So literally, we cannot sell effectively without understanding these roadblocks, these mental blocks. So we're going to talk about three things to overcome mentally about sales in order to help you accelerate. So if you want the details on that um, when I launch it, again, it is free. Um, I thought it would be really a really nice opportunity for us to connect and mastermind and get a lot of work done together um, and get you out of those mental blocks so that you feel good about sales and more confident. Um, we can only do that if we overcome the mental stuff first, guys. You can't increase your bank account until you overcome the mental stuff first. So with that being said, drop a me in the comments uh, below, if you guys want me to let you know when I drop that and when uh, we're going to be meeting, I'm super excited. Um, I've been mapping this out and it's going to be incredible content to give back to you because I thought it might help. All right, my friends, I hope you have a great day and uh, I can't wait to hear what your favorite takeaway was. Drop it below if you don't mind. Let me know what uh, made a difference for you and let's go crush it.